And this is Martin Strong in for Shane. Uh, Ryan O'Donnell is with us. Jono is here. And uh, has it ever been a better time to love movies, especially movies in the theater? Uh, they're doing huge business at the theaters across Canada with Barbie and Oppenheimer. But it's a long weekend coming up. So what the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stebbing is here. All right. Hiya, Steve. Hey, Martin, how are you doing? Pretty good. I mean, it really must be a great time to be a movie critic right now. Yeah, it, it feels like kind of like the new hotness again right now, uh, especially, like you said, with Bar uh, Barbie Barbieheimer <laughs> and uh, people still uh, pull, uh, take it in both movies and, and the conversation that has arisen from both movies. It's... Uh, it's good. It, it's a win for uh, for cinemas to see them the busy. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in a theater last weekend to see Oppenheimer, and uh, I was really impressed. Lots of young people, and they were excited mm -hmm. to be there. I just hope we don't run out because of this strike with the actors mm -hmm. and the writers. Yeah, hopefully there doesn't come a point where they just run out of stuff. But yeah, well, I, I mean, they're coming back to the table um, on Friday, so that's a good sign of things because I'm very supportive of their fight against the studios. Um, cause just some of these demands and these cuts are just ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, as far as like taking in the movies and being a fan of movies, um, it's scary to see everything on hold right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Steve Stebbing is with us and let's get to the new stuff that, uh, we should uh, watch this weekend. And, uh, this is uh, exciting for, uh, I guess for a lot of people who remember this when they were kids, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Boys, where have you been? <laughs> we're just running errands. That's it? Really sorry, Splinter. Some of the guys wanted to get pizza and I tried to talk him out of it. Leo! You ratted us out. Hey, don't use that word that way. I mean, it's 2023. Sorry, Dad. Steve, is this something that reminds you of being a, a, a little kid? Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I saw the 1990 film in theaters and I would have been eight at the time. Right. And uh, yeah, it blew my little mind and I was all about it. Um, but now, I mean, years later uh, like more than 30 years later um i think that they have made the best one with this film and i know that this is a series that has been rebooted three four times um but now i think they they hit the nail on the head and a big part of why this movie works is that they got actual teenagers to do the voices of the uh, of the turtles and um, the charm works immediately. And I mean, to surround them and give them that veteran support, you have a killer cast with uh, Jackie Chan, Paul Rudd, John Cena, Seth Rogen, who's also a writer and a producer on this one. Uh, AO Debris from The Bear, uh, Rose Burns in this one, uh, Ice Cube. Uh, there's just a really great cast and the script is really fun and punchy and um, it's, it's just a, a real delight to see and uh, one for all ages. Wow. Well, that, that sounds good. <laughs> okay. There's uh, th this is like an adrenal adrenaline rush. This one, Meg two, the trench. Jonas, we need your help. 
We're detecting increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. Okay, so so is this is this a shark movie? Yeah, this is a giant megalodon shark movie. Uh, a sequel to the uh, the first film uh, from a few years ago, uh, basically Jason Statham against giant shark. And I will fully admit that I really enjoyed the first film. Um, it was a lot of fun from start to finish. And I was really, really, really excited for this one. I have my ticket ready. I'm going to see it tomorrow after work. Like I'm all about it. But being this Thursday and now a lot of the screenings have early screenings have happened. The word is not is coming back and it's not good. Um, and that really kind of bums me out because the writer and uh, the director on this one, Ben Wheatley, is a director I really like who does kind of really outside of the box films. And so it was a weird choice for him to come and do a studio film like this. And I thought he was going to knock it out of the park. But now I'm really worried. <laughs> I saw the poster actually today and it said, I think it said New Meg Old Chum. <laughs> and I guess chum. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, I guess you really got, got to love giant sharks for that one. Uh, how about this mm -hmm. one, Sh Shortcomings? Do you remember that internship that I applied for? What about it? It's in New York. New York is overrated. It's so gentrified now. How many times have you even been there? Are we counting layovers? I don't think there's even a giant shark in this one. No, no giant sharks. This is a very... Uh, human-centric, we'll say character-centric, uh, and uh, a, a film I really, really loved. It is the uh, debut film uh, for Randall Park, who's writing and directing this one, uh, and it stars Justin Chan, uh, Sherry Cola, and Ali Mackey uh, as, as three people living in uh, the Bay Area in California, uh, and it really centers around Ben, who's a, who's a, a, a wannabe filmmaker who's working at the local theater, uh, and is just kind of like jaded with life, and uh, ends up kind of like alienating his girlfriend pretty quickly, who uh, is looking for more and looking to pursue her life, and uh, kind of slums around the area with uh, his 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 best friend played by Sherry Cola, and. I don't know. I just really like the character writing in this one, which is odd because Ben, the lead character, is such an unlikable and, and pretty abrasive person. But you're still intrigued to see what they're going to do with this character, whether and whether there is going to be some um, undeserved redemption arc, uh, which doesn't happen because it kind of keeps it real. And that's what I really loved about this. And I'm excited to see where Randall Park's going to go from this film because it's already certified certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which is always a good word for a, a smaller film like this. Yeah, and Randall Park, for people who don't know, they may have to Google image Randall Park, but he's kind of a funny actor. He's really good. I think like his emergence on the scene is he played uh, Kim Jong-un in uh, the interview with... Uh, um, Seth Rogen and James Franco. But I, I mean, since then, he's popped up in everything and always, uh, always a, a, just a surprise and, and, and so funny all the time. And he was in Wet Hot American Summer on Netflix. And anybody yes. who was in Wet Hot American Summer is okay by me. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's go to streaming now. Uh, what do we have on Apple TV Physical Season 3? 
This is more than just a business for me. This is my life. I built this. I am body by Sheila. Just hanging on by a thread. Just waiting for that moment to snap. Let me alone! I thought you were on a healing journey. I am on a healing journey! I can't believe that's on season three already. Rose Byrne. I know. And and there there's short seasons too. They're only like six episodes and, and they're like half hour episodes. So it's like an easy binge for anybody. Um, but yeah, this is Rose Byrne and uh, usually uh, a very funny lady, but she also has a great dramatic edge. And that's where these two kind of smash together because it really is kind of a dark comedy uh, set in the 1980s in San Diego and follows her as uh, a housewife that's looking for more and and looking to kind of cement some sort of a legacy against her own uh, her own demons and harsh inner narrative. Uh, she tries to become a, an aerobic star, like the calisthenic star, uh, the Jane Fonda type of videos. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's some really good character stuff from Rose Byrne. And it's just it's just another proving point that Apple TV, besides Ted Lasso and some of the bigger shows, has some of these under the radar series that are just really good finds when you stumble across them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't crazy. I did watch it. The Rose Byrne, Seth Rogen, uh, where they're uh, platonic. platonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still watched it, though. I, I liked it just because of how chill it feels. There's just there's just a certain baseline to it that feels like you're just kind of hanging out with friends. Like it's something that entourage basically like thrived on for his entire run. There are certain shows that just have that vibe to it. Yeah. And platonic's one of them. I think you're right. And really quickly, city of ghosts. This is one of your blu-ray geek outs city of ghosts. I guess you something here to see Marvin. It's your boy. It's good to see you. This place is vital. Fortunately, you are going to want to be a part of it. What's her story? Guy like you and me, we don't stand a chance. Speak for yourself. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, you seem like that type. Which type? The wrong place, wrong time type. So Matt Dillon wrote and directed that. Yeah, and this was his debut. This uh, goes back to uh, 2003, I think, is when this came out. So yeah, this is a a brand new Blu-ray pressing of it. It hasn't been on Blu-ray before. Uh, And uh, basically it has Matt Dillon as kind of like this failed scam artist that's a fish out of water in Bangkok trying to figure out what he's going to do next. And it's one of those like international noir type of films where... Um, it's just kind of watching a character descend into worse and worse um, situations and more deadly uh, outcomes. And it kind of got forgotten. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was like one of those uh, small, you know, smaller releases from, from a prestige studio and it never really kind of hit in the mainstream. So when these movies get re-released and, and, it gives them like a, a new sense on life. And I never saw it when it originally came out. And so to get eyes on it now is pretty cool. And let's, let's finish with guardians of the galaxy volume three now out on blu-ray. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm star Lord. I formed the guardians, met a girl, fell in love. That girl died, but then she came back. Came back a total dick. Oh, please. So that's out. Yes. And it's like the capper on what I believe is like the perfect trilogy within the MCU. 
Um, mm-hmm. James Gunn nailed every character, um, uh, every field that he was going for, every soundtrack note. Like there, it's just all so meticulous. And um, I mean, it's a tapestry of love. So <laughs> the third one is just so great. 